0: This is Meg Tilton at the ACAL Life, and you are listening to February 2019's installment of A Cup of Joel. This month, Joel and I talk about the program, Come Follow Me, that was just started by the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints in January 2019, and what our experiences have been with that program so far. So come have a listen. This is the Cow Life, A place where LDS women, and really any woman, can come to learn how every aspect of their life is beautiful and has purpose. A place to help you realize how important you are, and that this place we call Earth just wouldn't be the same without you. So sit back and take a breather in that unfolded laundry, and let's chat for a moment about your amazing life. All right, Joel. It is the month of February, and you are once again back here with me, sitting, looking at each other through a screen.
1: 2019 has gotten off to a horrible start. Really? Gloom, despair, tragedy. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I don't know where to start. First of all, condolences on the loss of Griffin, your dog. I'm assuming regular listeners to your podcast are aware
0: Yes. Of this.
1: And while my voice is light and friendly and happy, I, I'm not, I am conveying much sincerity. I'm very saddened. I've had dogs die. It's the nature of life. Blah, blah, blah. But it's, yeah. it's horrible. It is. Um, I, will t- I will tell you, Misery Loves Company. Um, my, I have a relative. I won't name her. Let's just call her mom. For the purposes of this discussion, <laughs> and Mom backed over the family dog in the driveway, oh, man. killing the family dog. I mean, talk tragic. about
0: tragic. <laughs> Tragia.
1: I went to work that day. I had to bury the family dog because no one else would touch this family dog, and uh, shared with everyone, all my colleagues, while I was late, and they, I was laughing my head off. This is morbid over all the stories of family dogs that have had untimely demises. And I yes. thank them all for sharing these horrible, morbid <laughs> stories about how their dogs had died. Yes. So there's misery in love's company, Meg. Yes. We've all been there. That I hope true. others have shared with you heartfelt stories. Have they?
0: Yes, I actually got one today. So that was...
1: About the family dog being run over by their own mom? I like, no, how does that happen? Was no, that the story?
0: The, the, no, it was the family dog, they were going somewhere and the dog was jump up, jumping up in the car and literally died of a heart attack mid-jump.
1: Mid- oh, right in front of the children. Right in front of everyone. <laughs> <laughs> See, you are laughing because they're cath- cathartic. Is that the word <laughs> healing. Is this is healing.
0: Oh my yeah. gosh. I mean, th- you know, it was interesting because uh, I-, I think crying and laughing are very close Correct. On the emotion scale. And when my sister passed away, we had a viewing. And, you know, I was there for like two or three hours. And towards the end, I was like, I am cried out. Yeah. And I was in the back and I was talking to somebody and I was kind of laughing. And one of my friends came up to me yes. and he was like, I can't believe that you're laughing. And I'm like, yes. I just don't want to cry anymore. Like, I've cried enough. Oh, I like I, I'm know. Just like, I know.
1: Listen, a subject for another podcast. Yes. But Americans and Mormons included do not know how to, know how to handle death. You would yes. think we would. When my brother died, I spent half the viewing comforting people coming through the line i'm like shut up with your stories about your dead people comfort <laughs> me i don't want to hear your sob story yeah oh my gosh drove me nuts
0: well i think a lot of people too uh when something like that happens they don't know what to say
1: oh, which God, is right. fine. Like we don't I, know how to handle death
0: and so they just are like i'll just leave them alone i'm sure they just want to be left alone and i'm like yeah that's like share. the worst like nobody wants to just sit alone you know no. and And so, you know, I don't know. It's been a good gift to me, this experience that I had with my sister, because I'm not shy about talking about it with other people. And I'll ask, like, what happened? What were they like? So there's always, you know, there's always an upside there. Because it's I remember somebody saying, like, you bringing it up is not going to be like, oh, I had totally forgotten until you brought it up again. You
1: know. Yeah, yeah. So that's yes, 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 yes. Well, that's not just the only misery we're dealing with, okay. dear people. What
0: are you dealing with? That was my misery. I hope there's somebody else.
1: on this podcast in in <laughs> empathetic appreciation of Pioneer Day is has no water.
0: You have no water we coming, today. We have
1: no water. We have no water. It's freezing cold. We're crossing the plains. We have no water. We come home Friday at five o'clock. And it's a dry day, except my driveway oh is no. sopping wet. And I'm like, Christy, why is our driveway wet?" And as we approach it, I see water percolating from underneath the driveway. We, we have a gravel driveway. Okay. And uh, I'm immediately, I'm like, "There's water coming up from underneath our driveway. We have a broken pipe." Right. And exactly what we did. We have a broken pipe. Now, fortunately, you silver lining people out there, no property damage, not a drop inside the house. So Mm -hmm. you got to have a broken pipe. That's the place to have it outdoors. Mm -hmm. Nonetheless, it's five o'clock on a Friday. I mean, it's getting dark. The plumber comes over. Yep. You got a broken pipe. Uh, (laughs) So uh, they shut off the water and said, we'll see you next week. Um, Well, we replace it. I mean, you don't want to pay weekend overtime rates, do you? We're like, no, we don't. We'll be okay. Mm -hmm. So we're going to the neighbors for laundry. We're going to the neighbors to uh, shower. And, you know, we're really active at church because that's the only place we can flush a toilet. (laughs) (laughs) You're really early to church today. Yeah, we are. Don't ask why.
0: Well, do you have stored water?
1: Of course not. We have a store with water. We went to mm. Food Lion and bought these gallon jugs of water that are only 60 cents. There's wow. a little tip for you, budget-conscious shoppers out there. <laughs> so we bought four gallons of this Food Lion water. We had all this water sorted up for the hurricanes. We've talked about those on this podcast. Yes, Hurricane season is over, Meg. That water went down the drain. Get out of my fridge. You're taking up space where I can put chicken nuggets.
0: Well, that's um, the, the disadvantage that you have, Joel. You live in North Carolina. You don't have a basement, do you?
1: that's right there's no basements yeah. here water tables too high uh and it's not cultural yeah. we have crawl spaces but no no basement so
0: yeah so you can't have like a, a room full of water like i could yes 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 so. yes
1: yes and um so that's my tragedy we're we have no water and how the pioneers existed without running water i my when i see them i'm like i'm with you you and me, we're buds. <laughs> I gotcha.
0: I totally understand. I'm I was in my so heated, <laughs> nice, comfy that's, house, but I had no water. That's right. Sure boy, that's, it I'm was, sure that's what they felt like in their wagons going across. It was
1: cold. And I, I'll, let me, I'll save this part discreetly because we, this is a PG podcast, but when it's time to go to the bathroom and it's 3 a.m., you know, men have the luxury. It's cold outside. It's cold out there. And Christy's like, don't be going outside the neighbors. We live in a neighborhood. And I'm like, it's 3 a.m. I'm behind a tree. I look around, but you know what? No one in my neighborhood is awake at 3 a.m. I'm a guy and I act like I'm looking at the tree, like I'm concerned that it's dying or something. So, you know, I'm pretending I'm doing something else. She's like, you should go in a jar like I do. I I don't know, no.
0: No. You know, I think that that is one thing that I might do if I ran out of water is I would fill up my toilet. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. Your tub, your sink. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, well, well,
0: I hope it gets fixed soon. Well,
1: and the insurance company said, why did it break? And I'm like, well, we think it was just old age. Because I'm honest. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. I was, I was, we haven't dug it completely up. So jury's out. But she says, we'll be honest with you back. We don't cover you if it's old age. If roots got into it, whatever, that's on you. Now, if it was frozen, please call us back because we will be fair. Mm-hmm. But if it's not a, an accident, if it's just old age and mm-hmm. it's on you. So I have so, a feeling this one's on us.
0: But what if it was old age that froze and that's why?
1: If I mean, it's how frozen. Can they tell?
0: How can they tell? Because if there's water coming out, it's not frozen. Clearly, I mean, I don't
1: know if they can tell by how the pipe broke whether if the metal or the copper, whatever kind of pipe it was, exploded out or if it mm-hmm. just if it was just a crack. I don't, I couldn't tell you.
0: Right. I
1: couldn't tell you. I'm just assuming I'll be paying for this whole thing myself.
0: Yes, I'm sorry. We'll start yeah, a fund well, yeah. for you.
1: Yeah, <laughs> let's do that. the Joel, the Joel. all hundred. <laughs> How many listeners do we have on this podcast?
0: There's about usually 150 downloads. All right. I
1: need a, this is probably a $2,500 repair divided by 150. What does everybody owe me? Yeah,
0: like 50 bucks.
1: (laughs) Everybody said 50 bucks. (laughs) Hey, Cal, wife, Carol, Joel Harper.
0: Yeah, they'll be rolling You know,
1: it's not just a six foot section. He said, if it's new pipe, that's your best play. But if the whole pipe is old, you can fix one section. But guess what? You're gonna do in a month. You're gonna call us back because mm-hmm. the whole thing's just gonna collapse. It's just it's just an old old pipe. So mm-hmm. from the meter to the house, we just said, take the whole thing out. I don't want to deal with you anymore.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, yeah. pay more now to save more later's kind of yes. thing.
0: Well, yes, for sure. It is just
1: well. Enough about our woes, our 150 listeners. First of all, have we got any viewer mail lately?
0: None, none.
1: (laughs) We are so clear. We are so clear (laughs) and so obviously correct that there is no need to ask a question. That's right. we are just like the gospel of Jesus Christ, Mm -hmm. plain and precious. That is what we are, Meg. You and me, plain Mm -hmm. and precious. We have promised our listeners they are on the edge of their seats. For our take on Come Follow Me. Yes. Yes, we have all been at it now for a full month of this new program. And inside of Come Follow Me, let's just throw in a couple minutes about this two-hour block. Mm-hmm. And um, your take, my take. I'm happy to go first. I'm happy for you to go first, Meg. Who should go first?
0: I say um, age before beauty.
1: Um, Who should go first, Meg? Hey, I go first? I am not- than you. <laughs> that is true. That is true. I am I am a, an old geezer. Right up old age of 56 I am. Thank you very much. You should look this good when you're 56. I hope I do. Let's just be grateful, viewers, that you are listening to us through a podcast and not a viewer a screen because you would not want to see what some of us look like. Um all right number one the two hour block. I'll tell you what I like and I'll tell you what I don't like. I'm surprisingly fond of it. I didn't think I'd like it at all. Mm -hmm. Um, It is so odd to go to church at 9 a.m. We're on the 9 a.m. schedule. And to be home, to be home, done with church for the whole day before noon. Mm -hmm. My whole life, that has never happened. Even in the old days, we had 9 o'clock church. Mm -hmm. I'm like, how am I home this early? I find I like it. Mm -hmm. Now, caveat number one, Joel Harper doesn't have children at home. All my kids are grown and gone. So it's not like I have to entertain these crazy Indians. Yes, that was a politically incorrect statement for, you know, 15 hours. Like, oh, where's your primary teacher? What I need her. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, number two, I find that I miss my friends. I find that there are people I physically do not see mm-hmm. on Sundays. I see them in sacrament meeting, but I can't talk to them. Mm-hmm. And then when, I go right to class and I'm in the bishopric and I'm running with the deacons and then we're done. And my whole people group of posse I used to see, you know, in the halls or before priesthood or after, they're gone. I'm gone or whatever. Mm -hmm. I find that I just don't get to see people like I used to see them. How about you? Do you find the same thing?
0: Well, Joel, I'm in primary, so I never see anybody anyway. You never saw anybody in the
1: old days, yeah. Yeah,
0: because I'm the primary chorister. So now that hour after sacrament meeting is all me, twice. Yeah. So it's pretty busy. Uh, So the time goes by fast, which I like. Yes. And I'm trying to figure out, um, you know, because they did away with sharing time. And so it's kind of strange to be like, I can't just I feel like I have to teach them something. Oh my,
1: oh my, we have talked, yes.
0: (laughs) So it's kind of like a sharing time, singing time combo. So I'm just trying to figure that out. I've only really done it twice because we had it the first Sunday in January, then we had church canceled because it snowed. Snow. And then we didn't go to church last week because of our dog. Right,
1: uh, I'll leave you, I'll say this. In in the dynamic of, you know, unintended consequences, um, I have quickly come to realize that the one calling in the church that had its importance shoot from bottom of the rung to the top is primary chorister. Mm-hmm. Whereas before I did feel it was not busy work, but time filler, you know, mm-hmm. now, Singing time is when a lot of those kids learn the gospel of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Um, So the primary chorister has elevated right up there with this is kind of it. The primary chorister fails. This kid doesn't learn the gospel of Jesus Christ. It is through songs that this kid learns, and you're it. Thanks for
0: just reiterating the pressure that's on me of the whole entire ward Next generation, that's right,
1: <laughs> that's right. That is, they'll be
0: like, We're enacted because Sister Tilton was terrible. That's right.
1: <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, when they say no, no calling is unimportant, and I've always thought that mm-hmm. um, some callings have extra importance. Mm-hmm. Um, a minister has always been one of those, mm-hmm. um, and a primary chorister is now one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I love They've it. Got the, yeah, it's the best. Well, they they got the right lady in the right job. Yeah. Let's talk about come follow me. Okay. Uh, we have this extra hour, and as my bishop says, we don't have an extra hour to do come follow me. Come follow me is like an all-day kind of thing. I know what he means by that. Mm-hmm. Uh, nonetheless, we, again, it's just Joel and Christy, so I don't have like a bunch of teenagers complaining that I'm dragging them to yet another family scripture lecture. mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, But we're having a 20-minute chat, just the two of us, on whatever's in the manual. Mm -hmm. And I've got to tell you, Meg, it has been surprisingly positive and beneficial. And this is from a guy who's been talking about the gospel with his wife for 33 years. Mm -hmm. We've always had gospel discussions. Mm -hmm. But they've always been, not haphazard, but maybe that is the right word, you know, just kind of as the spirit Mm -hmm. hits you, you listen to a conference talk, you're driving in a car. But now we got a manual, we have our scriptures, we're asking questions that this manual says to ask, kind of formula, mm-hmm. you know, robotic, but guess what? There's, we, I'm actually impressed with the quality of the conversation we're having because of these formula questions, and the sort of the spirit in our home and the spirit in our marriage.
0: Mm. We've
1: tapped into something that wasn't there before. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm That's like, awesome. dang it, President Nelson, you know something I didn't. I didn't see that coming either. Yeah. Who,
0: who knew? <laughs> Who knew he who could knew? be so wisdom What has been filled? your
1: experience, mother of five, who mm. seven kids <laughs> don't want to be there with, <laughs> with each other?
0: Yeah, so several, well, how many years ago? Probably like three- Three years ago, I remember we were we've my husband Greg has always been great about doing family scripture study every day and prayers. Yeah. I mean, we're not perfect, but it's pretty consistent.
1: No good. And
0: he is the one that drives that. And I'm very, very grateful for that. But I was uh, a couple of years ago, I was like, this just isn't enough for our kids. I just felt like they needed more. And so I was like, we need to do like a morning study with our kids before they right. go to school. And so familiary was born in the, in the oh, Tilton household. It's cool. close to seminary, but it's Familyary. Yeah. And, um, we were really good the first year and we've kind of, it's kind of petered out a little bit, uh, just cause our mornings are pretty hectic. Actually. They have, my kids have piano one morning and then there's intramurals another morning and I have a middle schooler. So she goes to school earlier. Um, but what that experience, I'm so glad I did listen to the spirit in that and do that um, mm-hmm. because it is very similar to what we are doing now. So it's not a foreign concept for my kids to sit around a table and have us discuss something a little bit more in depth. Now, the thing that we found when we did family and we're finding again in doing this Come Follow Me is that it's not so much the maybe the content of what we're teaching that is making right. an impact, but we are having a greater connection with our children.
1: Yes. So
0: yes. That's, that's what
1: I discovered. Chris and I are connecting in a yeah. way we hadn't before. And that's exactly what you're finding.
0: Yeah. And I think that that really is the powerful tool. I mean, yes. it's just like anything else. Your kids are not I don't know so much. Your kids are going to remember. They will remember a lot yeah. of the things, but a lot of things they're not going to remember, but they're going to remember doing it as a family. And, yes. and we have some pretty funny moments that go on in our little... Discussion. Yeah. Like, I'll tell you this because it's uh, on this because hopefully it's LDS listeners. I mean, if not, you're fine to listen to this too. But we were talking. <laughs> if not, la- you'll
1: never come back to us. <laughs> <laughs> Stay we were, away.
0: We were talking last week about the birth of the, the Savior. Yeah. And um, are you familiar with the movie Moana by yes. Disney? Okay. Yes. So we were talking about how his father is Heavenly Father and his mother is Mary. So Jack was like, so basically, he's a demigod. And we're like, yeah, he kind (laughs) of is, you know? To which when we said, yes, he is, he broke out in song of, you're welcome. And we all just cracked up because we're like, I mean, if anybody's, when he comes back again, he's going to be yeah. like, you're welcome. Like, yes. you're demigod. Yes,
1: that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> so
0: just like little moments like that, where that created like a family bond that yeah. now, whenever, any time in, pa- in the future, when somebody says demigod, like we're all yeah. going to remember that moment.
1: A family, so, an inside family, an inside Tilton family joke. Yes. An- totally. Another one, because I'm sure you have several. We have yes. several.
0: Yes. And this has
1: created a new one. I love it. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So I've talked to a number of families in our ward who have modified their home evening approach. Mm-hmm. Come follow me on Sundays has become their spiritual family home evening, mm-hmm. freeing up a weeknight, which isn't always Monday, mm-hmm. to do a family activity without a, you know, lesson component mm-hmm. to it. And that's yeah. worked out quite well for them.
0: Yeah, I think that that, I think I was so glad when they said, you know, we're still going to hold Monday night where they don't schedule anything, Right, but it's not like it has to happen on Monday night. Because I think we really, as a church, got into this rut, like, you're doing something on Monday night? Right. Well, that's family night. You're not supposed to be doing anything. Yes. yes and I'm yes. like, does it really matter? Does the day really matter? I think it's just yep. matters that you're doing it. It's like so letter of the law versus spirit right. of the law. So I oh, think with them kind of coming out and saying, you don't have to do it on Monday, you know.
1: Right. I'm glad. Yep. So. Yeah. 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 Um, well, all in all, a, a very good program that is showing. Mm -hmm. wonderful benefit after only one month yes Um, again I want to bring this topic up probably in the fall Mm -hmm. from the viewpoint of are we still doing it Mm -hmm. or have we reverted back to old habits Mm -hmm. in your case probably less so but in my case this is something new we've never done before Mm -hmm. And after a few weeks do we kind of just like ah we already talked today about you know whatever we had a marital fight about this morning we're good (laughs)
0: <laughs> I don't see that with you guys. I think you, guys I don't either. Going. I don't either. You're, you're just like that. You're
1: yeah. very obedient. Yeah. You know, and let's not forget why did this, you know, president Nelson said why we're doing come follow me. He said, you know, the, the day will come. I, I, I should have it in front of me. The day will come where you will be responsible for your, you can't look to the church to teach you the gospel of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. I don't know whether he's seeing a day where we do no longer have freedom of religion. uh, We can't worship openly. I don't know if he's just seeing a day where just, we don't have access to Salt Lake except for by pony mail, like they did in Joseph Smith's day. Mm -hmm. Who knows? That's the dire approach. I'm sure there's a positive way to look at it too, but Mm -hmm. take him for what it's how he said it. (laughs) I don't, I can't quote how he said it, (laughs) but the day will come You've got to be able to recognize the Holy Ghost on your own. You've got to be able to teach the gospel of Jesus Christ to yourself on your own. You've got to be able to follow it on your own. You've got to stand on your own feet, people. Mm-hmm. You can't look to your primary course and say, you didn't teach me the gospel of Jesus Christ.
0: That's right. I'm taking no responsibility for your learning, kids, <laughs> well, if, you're, right. if you're listening. That's actually, yes. the, that was the very first lesson, right? Like you're yeah. responsible for what you yeah. learn. And yes. I think that that is something that I that I love because I don't think, I think in not just learning, but in every other area in society, we are becoming so entitled and think that things should just be given to us and that we should just be handed everything that we have. And they're basically saying like, no, you're the one that's responsible. We're not, we'll, we'll support you and we'll help you, but we're not going to do it for you.
1: Yes. And that's a total,
0: uh, in total conjunction with, you know, um, self-reliance, and yep. it's just another step step in becoming more self-reliant spiritually so
1: yes i uh and here's another reason to do it <laughs> i'm teaching deacons quorum today we have four deacons and it's a wholly integrated program even though deacons let erotic priesthood young women's lessons aren't come follow me lessons Sunday mm-hmm. school lessons are for the youth mm-hmm. but not release society Melchistic priesthood Young men and women have a different curriculum. curriculum. Okay. Nonetheless, Joel just chose to use some come follow me in his properly assigned erotic piece of lesson. Mm-hmm. And as I went around the room talking about this come follow me, I said, hey, you know, did you, what are your thoughts when you covered this as your family? Mm-hmm. And two of my deacons had something to say. And two were like, uh, we're not doing it. come follow me. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> ratted you out. So, dear listener, make sure you do something in your week that says to your kids, this is come follow me, yeah. so they don't rat you out to their teacher on Sunday.
0: Yeah. I think it's just I, I just, I don't know. I mean, I know it's busy. None of us are perfect. And I think, too, I think for anybody who, I don't want anybody to feel badly about themselves if they're like, I haven't done it. I'm like, it's okay. It's just like the fourth week. It's just the second month you can like. Yeah. Totally do it. But, um, you know, I think that that's where personal revelation comes in. Like what is best. You still have to do something, yeah. but it's going to be individualized, like yes. how it's done and where it's done and what time it's done and what that looks like for your family. Because for, yes. you know, Greg to sit and I to sit down and have a discussion for twenty minutes, my kids would be like hanging from the chandelier, you know. Right, we have to right. we have to gear it towards them. It's not yes. gonna be a more in-depth conversation as like say you yes. and Christy are gonna have. So Right. Right, right. You know, yeah. I mean, I think it's a great program and I think it's gonna be exciting and I have to say, so <laughs> I was on Facebook the other day and I was scrolling and there was this headline that says breaking news from the church and i was like what now <laughs> i know <laughs> like not no in a really like, there was kind of panic but like oh okay here we go yeah, something new exciting. Right. I'm not. i'm not yeah. and it was the saint george temple closing for three years so i'm like okay we're good like yeah but you know i mean it's this is just the beginning you know yeah. and so yeah. i think it's like if you're doing this then there will be more and it, you know you just it's gonna build on itself
1: yes so. yes
0: Well, fun,
1: fun. All right. Well, that's all I got to say about that, as Forrest Gump would tell us.
0: All right. Well, do you know what we're gonna talk about next month?
1: I think we are finally ready for the only topic that your listeners have ever cared about. But we will finally address women and the priesthood. Oh. We're going there. We're going deep. We're getting down.
0: I'm excited. By golly,
1: it's time for some change. (laughs) Here's the teaser. Be careful what you ask for. You just might get it.
0: (laughs) 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 I don't want it. I'm not asking for it, Joel.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Well, sadly. Well, next month we will tackle this one head on.
0: on Bring bring your temple recommends
1: because they'll be expiring at the end of that podcast.
0: (laughs) All right. Well. All right. You heard it, listeners. You better come back next month.
1: <laughs> Tell all your friends. And
0: Prophet Joel. So. Oh, my. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks so much, Joel, and we will see you next month.
1: righty. Happy February. See all you right.
0: in March. Bye-bye. There you have it, friends. February 2019's A Cup of Joel. I hope that you all are having a great experience with the Come Follow Me program that is set out by the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints for us to now use as a continued gospel study and learning within our homes. We would love to hear what you've experienced through the Come Follow Me program, and if you've had any insights or any great things that you think would be beneficial for others to hear. So if you do, or if you have a question and would like to be featured on listener mail, you can write me at meg, M-E-G, at the8cowlife.com. Until March, make sure that you check out the weekly installments of The A Cow Life, and I will be back here tomorrow with a great interview for you to enjoy. All right, everybody, have a great Sunday. Bye-bye.